I deceived Kevin about so many things in the beginning of our relationship because I didn't think we were going to become serious. I lied to him about my age. I said I was 29 when I was actually 33. I told him I was a nurse, but my real job was in the hospital's billing department. I also told him I had only one daughter, who was five, but I failed to mention my two other teenage children. When I came to Kevin with the truth, he was upset with me, but he forgave me, and things went back to normal. Everything was fine until I started receiving threatening notes. The note said, Go kill yourself, bitch. Six million ways to die, choose one. And watch your back, bitch. I didn't know what to make of the notes, so I just threw them in the trash. I figured they were from a crazy groupie. Not keeping the notes was the worst mistake I could have made. If I would have just told Kevin, I would have been prepared when Kevin's ex-girlfriend, not crazy groupie, tried to kill me. She came to the hospital while I was visiting my newborn and put a gun to my head and carjacked me. Then, she made me drive to a park and basically let me know she was going to kill me. I didn't want to die, so I fought back and we tussled for the gun and it went off. When I stood up, she was on the ground, bleeding and lifeless. At that very moment, I should have called the police and explained, but instead, I got scared and called Adrian. Adrian helped me dump the gun and suggested that I go on the run. At the time, running made sense. I'd just committed a murder, I didn't want to go to jail, and I didn't have any proof that she was stalking me. I didn't mean to kill her, it was self-defense. But who would believe me? What proof did I have? The only thing I could think of was being sent to prison for life. I couldn't go to jail, so I ran. I wanted to get far away from Philadelphia, so I ran all the way to the D, Detroit. The D is cold, literally and figuratively. A lot of the auto plants and a bunch of other companies have closed, and people just don't have jobs here. There's so much crime and drugs, and the unemployment rate is horrible. Adrian dropped me off at the train station, and I just jumped on the first train, and somehow I ended up here. The train ride was crazy. I just remembered asking myself, Where the hell am I going? What am I doing? But I couldn't turn back. I knew the police were looking for me and had a warrant for my arrest. I knew my DNA was all over that park and on that crazy lady's clothes. In my mind, I envisioned my face plastered all over the news and on posters with WANTED in big, bold, capital letters. But I figured the longer I stayed away, the easier it would become to disappear. Big news stories only last for a few days, weeks at best. I knew eventually I'd be able to simply blend into society. On the train ride, I found the driver's license of a woman from Milwaukee. Surprisingly, the photo sort of resembled me. To make myself look more like the identification photo, I cut and dyed my hair blonde and started wearing glasses. I don't really worry about anyone recognizing me because I don't recognize myself. I've been living under the name Brenda Douglas and have everything in her name. 
I worked in a Detroit restaurant owned by a Chinese man named Mr. Kim. There was a bar in the back of the restaurant. I was employed as a waitress during the day and also worked as a barmaid a few evenings a week. I found the job looking through the classified section of the Detroit Free Press newspaper. Mr. Kim trusted me enough to let me run his laundromat on the nights when I wasn't working the bar. At the laundromat, I basically made sure the machines didn't overflow, gave out change, and sold laundry detergent. I didn't make a lot of money, but on the side, I washed and folded clothes. I think my co-workers at the restaurant assume I'm a battered woman on the run. I heard two other waitresses talking about me. They asked me a lot of questions that I never answered. I just acted busy and ignored them. I always looked mean and unapproachable. I kept my guard up. I basically lived like a hermit over the last year because I didn't need anyone in my business.